Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil, on his best behavior potter. you got to put some gravy on that. Four <laughs> topics, 15 minutes each, just killing time, kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, listen to us on the Laugh Button Network, thelaughbutton.com. Today's guest, very special guest today on the 4C Podcast, originally from Big Stone Gap, Virginia. This young lady is a mom of three, a grandma of five, and maybe a couple of cats. She's lived all over the U.S. and some of the world. She's raised three boys, one a doctor, one a Wall Street financier, and one a security guard on a game show. It's Neil's mom, Patricia Potter. Woo! Let's do this. Welcome to New York City. Thank you. It's I love been, being here. It's been a while. I love New York. How do you like staying with Neil, his cats, uh, and the cat-infested Taj Mahal apartment? It's nice. <laughs> it's not <laughs> nice. Space. Well, I, woo- I wouldn't say anything. You'll kick me out. I wooed her with some Krispy Kreme donuts this morning. Oh, that's so it. So it all seems okay when you have Krispy Kremes in the morning. And he has new towels. You oh, have new towels? I went to Pottery Barn and spent $200 on towels. Nice. Yeah, So because all she cares Bath about... sheets. Yeah, because all she cares about is having a label on stuff. So I just, I went, I didn't buy the <laughs> towels. I asked for the Pottery Barn labels. Yeah. And then I stapled them on all, all everything. Oh, okay. So everything looks so you look, you're ridiculous. I did worry about one thing. Why? The sheets. The sheets. I don't know if you ever He'd changed washed them. the sheets. Did you wash know. the sheets, Neil? I did, they're, they're washed. I go to the, the lawn, the yeah. lady picks up my laundry. Yeah. So I do that for, I did that special for okay. you guys. All yeah, right. Yeah. Good. But oh, wait, my dad is wants to chime in. Go ahead. We're taking the towels home with us, though. <laughs> like it's a hotel. Yeah. I, I had to pay for them. <laughs> I did put go. a few like of the it. little things out in the bathtub. Yeah. From the hotel stay. The soap. Yeah, the little. Yeah, the little. But oh, they, that you but just hotels, stole from Los Angeles? No, no, because they don't do it anymore in hotels. They put the. They stopped doing the little things. Oh, they did. Yeah, so it's from what you trips take a long time ago. I might have been from the Europe trip. <laughs> You didn't see the little things in the back? Yeah, okay, I was in yeah. Charlottesville. All right, let's get to your mom. <laughs> All right, so Big Stone Gap, Virginia. We're going to talk about that in the second segment. But I want to say, like, you're from Virginia, and Neil keeps telling me he's a quarter Arab. So Half Arab. Half, half Arab. So yeah. explain yourself. How do Arabs get to Big Stone Gap, Virginia? Okay. So my daddy's from Jordan. Yep. My mother is the oldest of 10 kids who came from Damascus. 10. Wow. He was the oldest of 10. Okay. So back in the old days, they would tell where the immigrants could go to make money. So coal mining and railroad was popular for immigrants. Ah. Grandfather, mother's daddy went to follow the railroad. My dad had a store in Chicago. And then they met in New York buying for a store. And they made mother marry daddy. <laughs> they made her? Yeah. Oh, my they God. They wanted to get her out of the house because she was the oldest of 10. And she didn't want to leave. And then, oh, she didn't want to leave. She loved being with 10 kids. Oh, my. She liked that. but Well, I'm glad she did because you wouldn't be here. 
I know that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> so you so you grow up there. You no. So the family. Yeah. The 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 family is a big. It's on. There's a big thing on YouTube about it. It's like a they've in that southwest part of Virginia. Yeah. They have back her not her dad but her my my grandma's side the grand the grandparents yeah have two huge families yeah one one I'm kind of paraphrasing one starts stores in Kentucky right they make a deal and one start all the stores the Currys or the Currys start stores in Virginia okay so if you go and anybody in Kentucky knows the Dowhar stores. And anybody Virginia started knowing their the town and Tweed Mikes and all those stores. The Corys, K H O U R Y. Yeah, they changed it to Curry, C U R Y. Oh, oh, I see. But my dad didn't change his name. Oh, okay. Not, okay. So he then did, he didn't come to Ellis Island either. Oh, okay. How did he? He went to Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Uh-huh. Why? I don't. I never asked him because mm-hmm. I never thought about it but i he had bad eyes and bad teeth <laughs> so i bet he couldn't get in ellis island really that they well, had like eyes and teeth if you went to ellis island you weren't in perfect help you huh they put you back sent you back oh my god or or made you stay in ellis island hmm. locked up <laughs> fun times i made that up <laughs> <laughs> i was like wow you really sound like no you know what you're talking about so did you where did you go to college then University of Tennessee. Tennessee. Okay, the Volunteers. Yep. yep. So where do you meet? Where do you meet this guy? Because we were in high school together. High school in that town. Ta- in Big Stone Gap. In Big Stone Gap. Yep. Okay. So then you go to Tennessee, and let me guess, you went to UVA. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So, so how to tell him how you met? I saved her from another boy. Oh, that's right, Sandy. No, no, no a guy named. Bob, Bob Womack, who turned out to be a wealthy coal miner oh, man. in Southwest Virginia. She regrets some of that, but, you know, that she met me, but I saved her that at that time. But you guys met, you're, this is like your freshman year in high school. No, 11th grade. Oh. 11th grade. And that's when you start, that's when it hits. You, when I you, ran from the other guy. And then. So you ran from the other guy, but so you, but you're <clears throat> going one place and he's going to a, another yeah. place. And then you just, you met all, you made it all the way through college, nobody, and then back to this guy? Yep. No, they wow. dated the whole time. Through oh, you dated through the oh whole time? God. Yeah, yeah. They never, once they got together, they never separated. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Because he's marrying up. <laughs> so he's not letting her go. And so she's because they have the down. store in the town. So she's like the high fluter of the town. They investigated me. <laughs> <laughs> Which but was, he he gets a scholarship to UVA. He's super smart. Oh, okay. There you and go. she's super rich. Big Stone Gaps. Nice. So you guys were the the high point of the, the season. <laughs> and but su- super dumb because I went to Tennessee. Yeah, no, no Tennessee. You are partier. That's what they like to say if you go to Tennessee. Is that but true? Wait, you yeah you no wait you no. Go, let's go backtrack. They met at a place called Carmines. This is like idyllic really like small town the little place right like with the happy diner days yeah like what is that what, what do you mean they went to school together they went to high school together but they always would hang out at like a happy a days diner and I it see. was called in the town what tell us about carmines isn't that right just a little it was exactly like that tv show happy yeah. Day. oh really yeah it's just a little place everybody hung out so were you the fonz there mr potter uh, <laughs> yeah. i was a great pinball player let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> did you have the ducktail and your hair and the uh, whole no, that, I, the I pack was of really cigarettes? A very conservative uh short, yeah. flat top guy you'd uh, think i was a marine there you go you didn't know better no i believe a clean cut yeah so your parents probably liked them for and the she, clean cut she was a cheerleader really they really thought i would marry somebody arabic they tried mm. 
Yeah, that's a tough one yeah. in Big Stone Gap, right? Yeah, they thought that that's what I should well, do. Were there other families like that? There were a lot of other Arab families there? There were none. None, yeah, that was going to say. But he sponsored all these Arabic men right. to Your come dad. to college. To come. Yeah. Oh. And, and they would, he, he must have sponsored like five different men, and they all floated through my house, and they all thought, hmm, that's a good one. <laughs> like, <laughs> but but they happen. were all icky. Oh, they, you, didn't, you didn't tell us this story that you had. That's like online dating. Kind of. You had five guys to come see you to marry you? Yeah, that was the idea. Oh, wow. I was there a couple of times. Oh, did you fight him? No. No. He no. didn't know. <laughs> he sat in the corner. Come on. So when you get out of college and you're like, all right, so you, you go to work or you just decide we're getting married and then having babies? No. I graduated a little early. Yep. Because I went to summer school. Yep. And then... We got married. Wait, what's the degree? A bachelor of science and education. Education, yeah. okay. And then those days you'd be a nurse or mm-hmm. a teacher. Yep. So I was a teacher. Right. So then we got married and went to Charlottesville for him to finish his five years yep. engineering plan. <laughs> he had a little problem with he had television. A <laughs> <laughs> five year plan? Well, after the first year, I realized I couldn't take 18 hours of engineering courses, so I had to swing to a five-year program. Oh, okay. There you go. So he fell in love with Johnny Carson. (laughs) I did watch a lot of late night. I have to confess. (laughs) Um, All right. So then then you guys get married young. 22. Oh, man. And we're a month apart, so both of us 22. Oh, wow. <clears throat> well, that's uh, that's quite, and so you're you're living down in Big Stone Gap, but then you guys start traveling the world, right? Yeah, he goes to work for Gulf Oil. Yep. And, and where then, is it? Where where's Gulf Oil at that point? Their headquarters was Philadelphia. Oh, that's a refinery. Went to Pitts- Philadelphia first. We started Philadelphia, Philadelphia. refinery. Yep. Tr- transferred to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yep. Then they wanted to send me back to Philadelphia. I said I don't think so. So they sent me to Okinawa, Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it was fun. I mean, yeah. had a great time. And then from there to Tokyo. Yep. Back to Houston. Then Seattle. Chevron, then Chevron bought Golf out. I went to work for a company called Fibro Energy up in Greenwich, Connecticut. Uh, and it, that was an interesting company. Uh, it was owned by Wall Street guys. Yep. Solomon Brothers. Solomon Brothers owned them. Oh, yeah. they're the funk. Now and they the were high flyer and traders and... Uh, it was an interesting experience for sure. So that was Connecticut, but then I know you guys went to Arizona. Yeah, that's where you visited. That's, that's where right. you stepped in. Remember, we took him to golf yeah. camp in Arizona, Arizona. golf camp. <laughs> and then Seattle, right? Yeah. No, and back to Houston. Back to Houston. Then, then to Seattle. 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 Then Seattle. And then to Scottsdale. Wow. And back to Houston and then retired. To Williamsburg, where you are now. Where we are now. Correct. But can I backtrack for a second? Sure. Why do you have you are you the couple that like plan this out? Like (laughs) I'm going to have we're going to have three kids like you knew you were going to have a family. That's that was your dream. I think it just came about. You just get pregnant. (laughs) <laughs> there you go Neil and, and that's how it happens uh, that's, how, uh, that's, that's how why it you keep screwing it up that's how it happened for you kind of just kind of came about can I go back one sure. place? I want to go back to the time you visited in Arizona okay that was a great experience it was a great us. experience I mean first of all I got to see Arizona that was yeah. the first and then uh, it was hot and dry it was hot and you guys golf in 100 degrees 
doesn't bother you guys at all. No. And, and you were scared because he threw his golf yeah, club. Yeah, I wasn't see. scared about the golf course. <laughs> that didn't bother me. The snake on the golf course I saw it scared <laughs> the hell out of me. Didn't you see the one of the little uh, uh, scorpions on the wall or something? At no. Night? no. No, you kept telling me they would be in my shoes. So <laughs> I, I saw was, those I could scorpions. not sleep. They were everywhere. They were walking across your room at, no. all the time. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking. They had scorpions in the house. And we right. enjoyed your visit very much. And <laughs> yeah, you had a, that's when he saw, thought that you had a really bad temper and he was worried about you because you threw your golf club on the golf course you lost control of yourself are you kidding me i thought it was great <laughs> oh, that's I right. mean, you, did, you did like it that's right up your alley that yeah that's i lose my mind when <laughs> yeah. I'm playing go golf drives you crazy well the golf club went further than the golf ball <laughs> yeah yeah that's true we were all well what drove me nuts golf. about those arizona courses courses was like you tee off the tee box is green it's all man-made so the tee box is green then they have like 50 75 yards of complete desert. garbage <laughs> yeah. desert yeah. so if you roll it I'm, you're not going to get it. You have to hit it over that <laughs> yeah. thing. And let me tell you, that just... It gets old quick. That's why that Talking Stick quick. is the only fun course. Yeah, it's you, all you green. Can, yeah, it's all yeah. All right, let's go, let's go back. So you're so you, now you have three boys and you're traveling the world. Yep. Oh, man. And so is that, uh, you know, like, is that insane to drag three kids all over the place? Did you ever think like, hey, they at least they have each other, but... They're going to grow up like all over the place. Yeah. And I don't think you thought, I just think they told you you're going and, and you, you packed up and you went. Didn't, didn't you yell and scream about Okinawa? No, I yelled and screamed about going back to Philadelphia. Oh, cause oh, that was man. like a step, that was a step down. Yep. So you, you're the one who forced the Okinawa trip. Well, I didn't know I was going to, that was going to happen. Oh, you thought you were going to, where do you think you're going to go to another nice American city? Well, no, stay in Pittsburgh and be, go up at, the ladder. Oh, so you're going to move up the corporate ladder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't okay. Happen. And so when you get to Okinawa, when you arrive at Okinawa, Japan. I thought I'd like died. You, you thought you, <laughs> did you think you made a big mistake? Well, it was open source. It was like <laughs> nothing in Okinawa because oh. they just, Americans just bought it. Right. So it still was just nothing. Was, they were raising, oh man. There was nothing. Your mother there. was with us too. Yeah, and I took my mom. And we stayed in that hotel. We stayed in the Hilton Hotel for like two months, three yeah, months. Yeah, two or three months. So how long are you there for total? Four years. Four years. So this is the Neil's middle school, as I hear. So his first yeah. girlfriend was Japanese. I've been told that about a yeah. hundred times. And then we moved and now to Tokyo. Loves then they go to Tokyo. So it's and you total. love he loves everything Japanese now. And Greg, your oldest married Japanese girl, so it's weird. He liked it more. Yeah, <laughs> he liked it more. And you were ready to get out. so after four years, you're ready to get out of there. No, I, I left a lot of friends, so it was hard. Oh, wow. And then... Expats, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I moved because Exxon was there. Mm -hmm. So there were a lot of uh, guy jeans. There were a lot of... Not a lot, but two big oil companies. Right. So then Tokyo, like, was really nice. Yeah. I love Tokyo. <laughs> so we were there two years. And so tell well, how did you get... The, her best story about Okinawa is how she got the Pop-Tarts for us. Because we couldn't get it was like it. a we, black market, right? We couldn't get American pop food. Tell us well, how you got the pop tarts. That's your f famous story. I joined the Red Cross. <laughs> okay, <laughs> to get pop tarts. To get pop tarts for no, no. So, so then I, you put your Red Cross jacket on. Yeah. And then you can shop at the uh, Red Cross store. No, the Red military. Cross. The military. Military store. Red okay. Cross in the hospital. Right. So, I bought things like X likes. <laughs> <laughs> all that stuff but you didn't you meet you met the, milky way but bar. you used to meet the parks like in the middle of nowhere to get the pop tarts like like a trade-off that came that that was passion. that was my second way to get 
pop tarts. <laughs> like, My first way was to join the Red Cross and sneak in the yeah. PX. Second, I met this family that had kids their age, yep. and then she said she would help us buy stuff at the PX. <laughs> so she called me up like at twelve o'clock in the morning and told me she had food for us, which is against the law. <laughs> so. so I would go back up my car, yep. and she thought all Americans like Vienna sausages. So she would She'd get me like banana. 50 cans of Vienna sausages. Ugh, they were awful. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all you ate is Vienna sausages? No, I gave him she got him. The he took him to work. Yeah, he'll nice. eat anything. He's a, but she got the Pop-Tarts for us. I got us. the Pop-Tarts. Because you couldn't get, there was no American food. The only chance was at the PX, which yep. is the military place. So which was your favorite? Did you have a favorite place? That you lived all oh, yeah. the Tokyo. Tokyo was the best And we one. lived in Roppongi, which is the nicest part of Tokyo. Hmm. The favorite place of everywhere you've lived was Tokyo? There you go. Every every city? Seattle? No, Seattle is my favorite. You like the city? Yeah. We were downtown, so. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. What about you? What's your favorite place you've ever lived besides Big Stone Gap? I think Seattle also. Oh, okay. It was, it was oh, wow. Quite a, quite a place. You know, it was beautiful. Yeah. Close to Canada. We went to Vancouver quite a few times. But why didn't you stay then if you like it so much? Uh, I got transferred again. Okay. You know, I'm a corporate guy. They say, yeah. go, I go. I pack up <laughs> yeah. and go. There you go. Pack it up. Two good Americans living the dream. Man, it must be tough to buy the house and sell the house, buy yeah. the house, sell that. I did this once. I never want to do it again. You did it like how many times? Crazy. About 13 times. Wow. But I have to tell you one yep. thing. And we are in Connecticut. We bought our house. Yep. And before that morning... Bill said, are you going to move us? And they said, no, you're not going to move you. You're staying here. He goes to work, and oh, he no. comes home. We're moved. Oh, so man. we we signed a contract to buy that house, yep. and then the next day we put it for sale. Oh, my Lord. You were in Connecticut for a day? <laughs> no, we well, were we there. Were a while. Oh, okay. We, we but you found the, the house. Year. So you bought the house, and yeah. then they said you're moving again. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Let me let me wrap up this segment. <laughs> it's crazy. You guys have been married for over 50 years, correct? Mm -hmm. So what is the advice that you give to somebody. to somebody like me and Gina or whatever to stay married 50 years? Or you can go the Neil route and never get married. I don't have any really good <laughs> advice. You just do it, and you you do it, and then it's 50 years later? Yeah. <laughs> it goes Bill? fast. <laughs> My only advice is try to stay healthy. I got too heavy and too fat. And, um, but somewhat, how did you stay married? Not because you're heavy and somewhat fat. Somewhat immobile. I said, well, as you get older. No, that's healthy. not what he asked. That's it. That's only and, about and, you. And, 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 advice? and one more thing. Yeah. Don't get hearing aids because then your wife can really get on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Just ignore her. Is that yeah. what it is? That That's way you can secret. ignore. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Yeah. It's very feisty. All right, let's move on. I want to talk the second segment I want to do today is Big Stone Gap itself. Let's talk about this. I just want to oh, tell the man. readers. Big Stone Gap is a town in Wise County, Virginia, United States. The town was economically centered around the coal industry, like you mentioned, for much of its early development. The population was like 5643 at the 2010 census. The community was formerly known as Mineral City and Three Forks before officially taking its name in 1988. The Big Stone Gap refers to the valley created on the Appalachia Strait, located between the town and Appalachia. The town served as an important center for coal and iron development in the 1880s and 1890s, and residents hoped its coal and iron deposits would make it the Pittsburgh of the South. I didn't know that. Right? It did not happen. The pit, it didn't happen. <laughs> that did not happen. Well, they tried. 
<laughs> so like you were saying, it was a coal town. Did you did you see a lot of these coal miners come out like full black? The yeah, whole that's, but, that's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, but the coal miners did not live in Big Stone. The corporate office of Westmoreland Mining was in Big Stone. Ah. So the camps were like 10 miles away, mm. and that's where you would go and see the coal mine. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, did anybody in that live past 50? Did they figure this out that maybe that's not good for your health to be sucking in coal? Oh, no. They were they dropping still, left and right. They still, they love Trump because they could, he kept Have telling them, yeah, you go down there and you're doing good. Like, <laughs> You don't want to, if the mines cave on your head, yep. he didn't mention that. He just <laughs> he just promised them. Well, they, they went from deep mining to strip True. mining. Yeah. And and when we were younger, you would see people, like you're talking about, would come into the stores with all dusty, dark, yeah. black, you know. Yeah. They've been, the, been under the ground. Right. Yeah. But oh they that's who shopped at the store. Like coal miners would spend yeah. the money. But yeah. are you talking about the execs would come into the store or would the regular but coal But, you know, miner? coal miners had a company store in Appalachia. Oh, so they shopped there. Yeah, but they made really good money. They made like $50 a day. That's mm. good money Yeah, for them in the 50s. But I thought 40s. that that's the reason the store was so successful was because yeah. of coal miners. Yeah. Or was, okay. So yeah. they did come into the store. Yeah. And the executives for Westmoreland came in the store. And what was the other business in Big Stone then? What were the um, other businesses? That's it. That that's was the big one. So yeah. you guys had, this is an Army Navy store, right? Of some sort? No. What did you no, guys No, it's like a department. Uh, a department, a full yeah. department yeah. store. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So that oh, was, it was called Mike's. Mike's department. Yeah, store. it was big. I mean, he had, he it had really like clothing though, clothing. It was a department. It was a small department store, clothing, a yeah. women's section, a yep. men's section. Yep. It was just like a department store. Obviously, it's not like a Macy's that right. big. It was just a one floor department. He had store. three stores. Yeah. Before when he died. Wow. My granddaddy had fourteen. Oh jeez. Yeah. So that's the west. That's the Virginia the side, one. and then Dow Hart in the Kentucky. Right. There was a. It was big. Yeah. They sh- came big. up here and shopped in New York. So, stayed at this uh, the hotel by Penn Station. And guess what the Jewish people did? What? What do you think? They were banking. No, they were jewelry. They owned jewelry, jewelry stores. Really? In yeah. Big Stone? Yeah. yeah, one in Big Stone and, and the other surrounding towns. So compared, so it was like, this was a like a budding town. And what is it now? It's a depressed, but there's a little coal mining still. Still a little coal mining. A little bit. Yeah. But it yeah, never, but, it, yeah. it definitely had it. What was the height of it? Like the 70s? The 60s? Oh, no, the height. Probably was the 50s. The 50s? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then they realized it just wasn't going to take off like they thought. Well, fossil fuel became Yeah, still fossil nasty. fuel. Oh, okay. Back even then. Right. The the crushing blow was they, they opened the Walmart on the edge of town, mm-hmm. and then it just crushed downtown. <laughs> so that was the end of kind of the... Uh, they, it's a beautiful, idyllic downtown street right. with like a couple movie theaters at right. its peak, the department store. The It was just a beautiful town. Known yeah. for Elizabeth Taylor, did you? Get no, that? I did. I did okay. get that. I will talk about no, that. I, in I a just wanted to say, you know, when when we were growing up, things things really changed. Uh, our graduating class, like there were, was fifty some of us, and fifty three graduated. Forty of us went to college. Right. But most of us would not go back to Big Stone. Right. There was nothing there. Right. So over time, everybody just basically left. Left. Yeah. Well, that was the next question I'm going to ask you. Did when you were there, you did you know you were going to leave, or did you like did you aspire to leave? Like I got to get out of this town, or no. did people? You, we you, just go to college, and whatever happens, whatever happens. happens. But you weren't going to be a coal miner, right? Because he was an engineer. I was a teacher, right? 
So he had a choice, Exxon or Gulf, out of mm. college. Okay. And, and that's where you're going. Poorly chose. We chose Gulf. <laughs> they already no, regret I, that. I disagree. We chose Gulf because we went to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. The Exxon job was a sales job in Richmond. They, oh, okay. they chose Gulf because they liked the sign better, <laughs> like the Gulf, the logo better. It looked prettier. <laughs> what was the job at Gulf? Engineering. Yeah. yeah, engineer. Like, to do what? Like, I was in a refinery. We started uh, Philadelphia Refinery, and they, they train everyone the same thing. They start you in technical services, right. and they give you some physical units to follow and to learn the processing, Right. meet the people, and then they move you in this planning economics area, mm. and then you move out to get operations experience. That's, that's why uh, I never... It was really frightening, actually. Yep. Working shift work yep. and stuff like that. I fought fires. It was pretty exciting, actually. <laughs> and Pat loves strike duty because when I go on strike duty, I got extra pay. Ah, so first, of, would, all, first of all, first of all, first of all, he never fought fires. That is what no, you, no, that's I a, probably, so you like out there with the hose, hosing yeah. down a fire like a fireman. You mean fire? We saw. I've never heard that we story saw before. You mean fire from our apartment? Uh, have in you Philadelphia. heard? Have you heard the? You didn't fight fire. Have you heard? You, she in. never heard the fight fire story either. <laughs> Maybe I'm, I don't yeah, know. I thought so. Fight fires. You're like, hey, Johnny, go over and put out the fire. I'm in no, my office. He, I know what he means. Like, it's there's like, a fire happening. It's they no, gotta like take care out, of this plant. Like a, a fight fire. Like, like these two people are fighting. I gotta put out fires. Oh, yeah, like yeah. that. That's what yeah. you thought. No, I thought we're gonna lose our job if the fire yeah, burned down. So exactly. go fight. Yeah, well, exactly. did you ever think what life would have been like if you? Do you ever imagine you never left Big Stone Gap and you would have just stayed there? What your would have life been? It'd be like hillbilly allergy. <laughs> <laughs> that would have oh, been man. worse. Yeah. Oh man. Um. <laughs> so yeah, 1978. Elizabeth Ch- Taylor. If everybody remembers, she once choked on a chicken bone. That was in Big Stone Gap. Yeah. That was it because she was like something about political office. Some guy was running, and she, she came was to married support to him. Mark Warner. Right. Who was? Um, who's? I just saw him. He's 99 years old now. And is that his son who's now <clears throat> in government? Yeah. No. No. Not the Warner. It's still the, not the Warner. Oh, oh it's not, okay. Oh, okay. So that oh, was my. it. He. She was. She was supporting him. So, and then, she so everybody in life. the town yep. got ready yep. for Elizabeth Taylor, right? Not Warner. You guys were at. You guys had left at this point. Yeah. We this is seventy eight. You were in Japan. Yeah. So we were in Japan. Yeah. So oh we weren't going to see her, but everybody in town got dr- made their hair black, dressed up just like Elizabeth <laughs> Taylor, exactly. And then she she was like three hundred pounds. Yeah. She got fat. Yeah. And then she walked in the back of the restaurant and picked up a chicken leg. Yeah. Just to, she was hungry, I guess. Picked <laughs> it up. And then a bone got caught in her throat and she yep. choked. Yep. Passed out. Yep. And they airlifted her to Bristol. Yep. And then nobody saw her except the people in the kitchen. And a few people watched them drag her out in the ambulance. <laughs> and she was the running joke of, she, they, she lived, right. she thanked them all. And then, then she was the running joke of America for the next yeah, two years. Yeah. Jeez. They took her back to DC. To get you, the bone at that point, you idolized Elizabeth Taylor. Cause right. She was a, you, I didn't people said her. you look like her or Natalie Wood. One of the two, <laughs> Natalie Wood. I'm just <laughs> yeah. setting it for your the mom view, does for not look like Elizabeth Taylor. Uh, Natalie, Wood. <laughs> Natalie Wood, man. Natalie Wood was the one. I idolized. I thought I looked like Natalie Wood. Didn't they say you look like Natalie Wood? 
It's funny. Everybody's got a different story. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, my God. Well, the funny thing about... You making this stuff up now, Neil? No, <laughs> no she did. She, people thought... The funny thing about Elizabeth Taylor was the John Belushi sketch. Yes. On Saturday Night Live. Right. That's how I... It, it's like, that's how it's in right. my head. Yeah. Yeah. And you right. thought I looked like her when you were doing that sketch. Yeah. All I you don't. You could just talk. You don't have to, like, raise where, your hand. It's all right. It's wait, where, 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 <laughs> where, likes that. Where she choked was some place called the Country Boy Restaurant. The country no, she did not. She choked. Which at the was ca- really good. I thought she choked in the cafeteria at the end, edge of town, like the no. club. Uh-uh. Oh, she went to the Country Boy. No, it was a restaurant. Was it's, it? it's not the not not the, not that place you're thinking about. The drive-in. It was a other place across. It was called yeah, country boy, on right? the edge of town. It was called the Country Boys, where you drive your car yeah. and you, you know, oh, one of those places yeah. where you. I got the name of the restaurant known. Yeah. You know where they drive your car, yeah, and then they come to your car, yeah. But that's that. They had a Country oh. Boy there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But that's not where she choked. No, she choked at like a, a restaurant. It was like the high food yeah. restaurant, but we would know it more as like a cafeteria. <laughs> Cut it out, Neil. <laughs> Sorry, Big Stone Gap. In 2014. Sorry, Patrick Wilson. <laughs> Exactly. In 2014, American drama, romantic comedy film, Big Stone Gap, written and directed by Adriana Trigiani and produced by Donna Giglotti, began filming in the town. The film starred Ashley Judd, Patrick Wilson, Whoopi Goldberg, and others, including local talent for many of the extras and larger scenes. The movie was based on Trigiani's 2000 novel, the same name, and was produced on a budget of $3.5 million dollars. The film premiered at the Virginia Film Festival on November 6, 2014, and expanded to a wider release over 100 theaters in 2015. Now, why? First of all, who is she? Um, that sh- did you know Adriana Trigiani? I mean, yeah, I knew her mother and daddy really well. Yeah, but I'm like 20 years older than her. Yep. 30. But why <laughs> did she write this book about that? Because she grew, she literally grew up in Big Stone. Her daddy had a garment. He he also was an immigrant Italian. Yep. So he came to Big Stone in uh, a garment factory where they made garments and yep. put Lo- Lord and Taylor on the tag. And then they had like six kids. Wow. So she she's became famous. But writer. she liked she loved writing about the town. She thought yeah, the she, town was very romantic. Yeah, she went back to the town. She was a comic. She was the, a comedian. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I met her when I first moved to New York. Oh, yeah? We had lunch. Yeah. She's a big comic. She wrote for Cosby Show. Really? She wrote for all yeah. these. She was a big uh, comedy writer. Yeah. Before she wrote, started being a novel. She was a very famous. I mean, very successful comic. I'm sure, writer. she yeah. still is somewhere. But you guys, Jitty, our granddad, played card cards with all his Jewish friends. He played pinochle every night. And, and Mr. Trijani went. He was in that, like he was in that group? No. no? Oh, okay. Just his little Jewish buddies. <laughs> Got it. The jewelry store. The jewelry store guys. Yeah. It was just uh, like us playing cards. There you go. Except you don't Did, play cards. Not anymore. But my friends to, yeah. in town freaked out when they came to my house. Because they, I mean, where would you go where a bunch of men in the back of the house smoking and yeah, playing, playing cards in Big Stone <laughs> what, um, What's the vibe down there? Is it all country music? Yes, yep. and, and bluegrass. Bluegrass. Which I hate. Yeah, dude. But they, when you went to uh, college, was it still country music in Tennessee? Yeah, Tennessee's, yeah. Yep. They love country. We're close to Nashville. They have snake handlers, like the, that kind of church stuff, and like close around that stuff. I mean, it could get really country. Yeah. Right? Can, can it get really country in Big Stone? Oh, yeah. And there are snake handlers. Yeah. So do you um, consider yourself, you're still a country girl or you're a city girl? I'm a city girl. <laughs> <laughs> you grew I mean, out Williamsburg of it. And what about slow. you? You're 
Country boy still at heart? I'm or? still a UVA guy, but yeah, I like the city much better. There you go. I couldn't go back to the country. You're happy he, to... He's so, so country. When you saw the world, you were like, oh my God, like I can't believe... Like He's talking on his phone while we're doing this podcast the whole well, time. He's just, no, he's I was looking at the name. Deal. It's called the Coach House. The Coach House is the name of the restaurant. <laughs> there you go. Oh, he's calling it's check a Coach it out. House. Yeah. Uh, check it out. Good job. You can just tell us it's, it's a Coach House. There you go. There you So you were happy to get out of there after all these years? Now you look back at it, it was like, man, I can't believe I grew up there. You, you're... Uh, yeah. I can't, I can't believe I grew up there, but... Actually, I was very lucky I married her because she was really more. Uh, Let's get out. More, more, more worldly than me. Yeah. And she wanted to travel. She wanted yep. to do stuff. She sort of drugged me along and there you go. Helped me come along. Did yeah. you wash like your that. clothes in the river growing up? <laughs> <laughs> yes or no? Let's do uh, yeah. final on air because the rumor is you washed your clothes in the river. No. Yeah, yeah, bullshit. That's such a lie. Where do you get these stories? His, house, it up. his house. And what's his, the matter with that? That's the way they did it I back then. I love that, that I had that in me. I can't get rid of it. He has a thing in him he can't that he passed on to me. What? Super, like, a tendency to go super country. <laughs> like, wash your, like, I. And what do you do? You wash your clothes in the river? No, I just have a tendency. I can get country. What I can sit in a chair. I can drink a beer. I can watch a lot of TV. That's it. Yeah, I can get, I can go there. And then she. He just told just don't do that. Yeah, no, but she keeps me uh, worldly reading all the time. I get it. I, I get it. When I see you, I get driving it. The, she's driving it. That's right. my line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he stole your line. All right. Let's move on. His house is a museum. Yeah, I get right? it. Right? Your old house that yeah. you lived in with the furnace it's in true. the middle. It is yeah. now. Yeah. And I'm in there. A lot of pictures in there. And so is she. Yeah, in the house. But she's living in a nice house across from the school. Right. I'm taking you to Big Stone. Lane. All right, fine. No. What are you Can doing we do this third weekend? Corner? What are you doing this weekend? <laughs> a little busy this weekend. Let's talk about third corner. I want to do today is politics since you guys are there. And Neil oh says you love it. Oh my god! We're gonna do it quick. But Wise County and Big Stone is flat out. I looked on the map. Oh. It is flat out red as red yeah. Trump country you can yeah. get. Yeah. yeah. So growing up, like that was probably not changed that much, especially if it was even more cold. So what was that like for an Arab girl and family? And then you see the Italian, like, did they just get killed all day long? Was there a lot of racism? There was, a, there were not that many black people in Big Stone. But I have to tell the story that I grew up not even noticing that there were two different water spigots really colored yeah black i and the movie theater there were 10 seats in the attic i walked right by that never paid any attention to it and i don't know why we all grew up like that right like completely separated and no one had a thought about it but what about for you they didn't get you were considered white no if you read the book Cast by Isabella Wilkerson, okay. she tells you that every time an immigrant came into America, mm-hmm. there were Irish, there were Jewish, there were Arab, whatever, the black kept going down. And that became the cat. America actually has a caste system. And that, when your parents immigrated, when your grandparents immigrated, mm-hmm. they were higher than black. Irish were higher than blacks, so blacks kept going down Down and and down, down and down. And that's how they became the low caste and can never get back up. Jeez. But but (laughs) in Big Stone, we had uh, both schools. We had the the, the 
white and then the black schools. Yeah. And athletically. Uh, Not together in one school? No. No. no huh. Separate schools. Huh. So I never thought about it. And, you know, in Little League, we were integrated. We were very unusual in the, in the late, in the late uh, 40s, early 50s to have an integrated uh, baseball team. And when we went to several places in Virginia, people just forfeited the games because we had an integrated team. Jeez. I think that's the first time I realized something was askew here. Was it ridiculous to you guys? Oh, yeah. Now I look back. Now I, I think, look back. Yeah. yeah. Why ridiculous. would we not notice? And why, why did we, we do did anything? Not, right. And why we didn't do anything. I don't know where I was when the Freedom Riders, I think I would have, mm-hmm. I think I was in Pittsburgh having babies. <laughs> but, but, you know, social media wasn't there. Right. So I didn't even know there were Freedom Riders. Wow. But, but, Until not later. That but freedom. in, I mean, growing up in Big Stone, I mean, growing up in the time in the 50s, it was this like idyllic, idyllic kind of place like you didn't do you didn't you were just living your life like you're going from here to here like you didn't put thought into that like bill doesn't ever see that as an arab father people made fun of him all the time he probably made more money than anybody in town Mm. but he could never join a country club wow yeah i mean they were yeah they they, literally hadn't you know was he like bitching about it or he's just like that's the way it is that's the way it is he would never probably want to join the country club and now, but Virginia itself is very mixed, right? Like I looked at the map and it's got, it's got, a, you know, uh, the South, uh, East is very red, but then the Northeast can be very blue. Uh, what happens Interesting if you state. look at any election, yeah. it, they start down near Big Stone, the mm-hmm. election, uh, when they come back, who's voting what? So that whole part is red. Right. It used to be a long time ago. They liked Democrats. Yeah, but then when JFK and that whole Catholic Church thing, mm-hmm. they decided they would be red, not blue. Huh. But right now, Virginia itself—they're saying it's it's kind of purple, right? Could go either way. All the cities, Roanoke, yep. Richmond, they're they're blue. But if you go up DC, they're all blue. Is Washington DC considered Maryland or Virginia? D.C. is D.C. It's just a capital. But they want to make it a state. Right. But Maryland has to approve. Virginia has to, to approve. approve. But Alexandria, the big suburbs of D.C., yep. like Alexandria, mm-hmm. that's Virginia. And that, that Arlington. I, I, Arlington. Those those get those are heavy Democrats. If you ever watch the vote count, when they first come in, it's like she says, all the rural areas are red. Yep. yep. And when that other area turns in, it always turns in blue yeah because i always yell at virginia early and then i come back and i apologize (laughs) later i was like how could you do this but big stone Uh, gap is never turning i mean now it's solid red because it's country and it's just like they got them like surprisingly my parents were always democrats surprisingly yeah how come i have no idea that's just the way it was. We didn't talk no, but about they were politics. the, poli- the no. Democrats represented the working class, and your parents mom, were kind yeah, of working class. They did them. And My so mom they, and dad always said that the Democrats will help take care of us. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're always working class. Though, so that that's where the somehow that went. We've lo- the we lost the Democrats that. lost that. Interesting. Yeah, but people always ask me why I'm so political now. Yeah, and what was uh, what was mom and dad like? Uh, they weren't political at all. They were as Arabic immigrants. They yeah. were just trying to survive. Huh. They were they weren't political at all. Um, you so like you were talking about the civil rights movements of the '60s. You remember that coming up, and how is this just as bad? Did we was this what we've experienced just as bad? Did you ever think it was going to happen like that again? 
and uh, we've learned nothing, correct? No, really. But people, I think now through social media yeah. and people reading books and black people have great TV shows. Right. Uh, I think it's a little bit better. Because <laughs> of TV shows. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, people are reading. It's a little ridiculous. Yeah, but... and making you more aware of it. Yes. It's, I no, mean, it's obviously, it's there have been quite the advan- quite a lot of advances from two water fountains, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but we're still, like, it's come full, it's come around yeah. again. Like, with the white people are still trying to hold on to this for dear life. In 1970, we moved to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Bought a house. And we bought the house, moved back to Philadelphia to pack up. Yep. And the Ryan builders mm-hmm. still build houses. They bought that house. Yep. And they called us up and gave us and sold the house next to our house to a black doctor, wife, and one kid. And they called us up and said, you have a black family. and We don't want any trouble. So if you want to change houses, you can. (laughs) And and that was against the law because by then the fair housing had passed. Oh, wow. So we called two people, my daddy. He said, do you think he could help me with my arthritis? (laughs) (laughs) And you bought that. He's like, I'm living next to a a doctor. Doctor, yeah. He doesn't give a shit. That's what my father would say. I'm a a doctor (laughs) next door. He's excited, man. I got free help. (laughs) That's exactly what my dad would say. He's a doctor. Yeah. yeah, You were telling that story, Dr. Dooley. He, he, he died. He died. Yeah. Mowing his yard. Mowing his yard. And my mom, we were talking about looking up right before we came here, looking up his son because She ran when he he was mowing the yard, had a heart attack, and then she was the first one to run to him. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, and try to help him. Yeah, they were really good friends. So it's oh, funny. Wow. Yeah, I think that well, for some reason, like the way I think it has to do with your parents too, because the way I was raised, I never even noticed that whole. Like I didn't grow up. The minute we're in Okinawa, all my friends are black, mm-hmm. Japanese. Like yeah. it's a mixed. I've never not lived a life where I'm. Yeah, around everybody. Nothing bothered me. Just because, same probably thing. Like we, my father was an immigrant, yeah. and I was just like, you got, you should like everybody. So it was not really like a thing. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. So in in my not in my life, never, I've never. Yeah, I've always had such ever, uh, friends of everything. Especially growing up in Japan, our friends were everybody, everything. So yeah, like Long Island, you were hanging just, out. With it's everybody. ridiculous people seeing color like that, but they, you know, I, I don't get it. It but, wasn't until I went to Texas that I. It was definitely more. That's weird. I cut off a little. I could see the cut off of like, oh, you oh, can't. they're terrible. <laughs> well, you got to. You must know a lot of people now from either that area or where you guys have lived that are pretty red, pretty Trump people. What have you done? Like, what? How do you deal with this? Like, like I'm saying, I'm gonna lose a lot. Like uh, we were saying, we're gonna lose a lot of friends. You know, you know I, I don't know how tread, to deal with some tread of these people. I don't want you kicked out of your neighborhood. <laughs> I, I am very opinionated. It does not bother me at all to have a confrontation with a red person. Because <laughs> I tell them. So one of my neighbors said to me, we were talking about banking and mm-hmm. how the rich people got the tax break, and he said to me. You you didn't live in New York like you're you weren't a banker, so you don't understand the numbers. So I said, no, I'm a teacher. 
and I can add one plus one, <laughs> and that's it. But I know that's wrong. That yeah. Ted Bezos got a tax break. She yeah. wakes up every morning and just searches <laughs> out Republicans for the for the fight. That's all she does. He they got kicked out of the restaurant oh, for fighting kicked. with Republicans. Nice. So has Trump been as bad as it's ever been? This whole thing's been as bad as it's ever been. Oh yeah. He's oh, the country terrible. is completely divided now, right? But he's really, like, yeah, but you went from Obama, who is, you worked for, the lo- best president ever, and then Trump. What what bothers you about Trump so much in the Republican? Because he's brought the worst out of the people that were always disenfranchised. Mm. So he brought the worst out in them. Right. And then, and I think the educated people have gone blue. I mean, they read. Right. And those people. 70 million people that voted on him and now on the next election, mm-hmm. I think they never read. <laughs> I mean, literally, I don't think they, and they only watch Fox News, yeah. which really bothers me. Well, that's the thing. I mean, they're saying, you know, if you got to think for yourself here and then get more information, but the, mm-hmm. the, that's what they want to do. They, they love people not going to school and not reading because that, that helps them be dumb. You know, I, know. What I mean, we can tell, we can conform them to whatever. So, Most educated people do not vote that way. I know. So I teach a boy in Korea, like an eighth grader. Mm-hmm. His daddy asked him to te- for me to tell him what's the best way he could grow up to be a good person. Mm-hmm. And I said, "What John Meacham said." <laughs> what he said. John Meacham said, "Form your own opinion, yep. not." listens as somebody else's opinion and that's key to life uh-huh. isn't it all right well let me ask you one more question before you get out of the hair so you're from the south guns are way prevalent in the uh-huh. south you had oh, to grow up boy. with guns right so what did you think back then and now looking back like what are we doing uh, you know when i'd stand up and give a talk mm-hmm. i was promoting a democratic uh candidate and I totally introduced him as, you know, it's going to help out with the gun regulations. Uh-huh. But I, I let everybody know I hate guns. Mm. Any gun. Right. I would never have a gun in the house. And at, what an Arab, any immigrant would never have a gun in the house. Mm. But I think if I lived on a ranch, I'd like get a gun to kill a snake. <laughs> <laughs> but why would you want to kill a person? I have no idea. <laughs> but they should be, the, I mean, the who cares if it's regulated should be like a driver's license. You get in a car, right? If you're going to want a gun, you should have like testing and over testing. The hairdresser I used to have has three assault weapons. She bought on the internet. Exactly. Cause she tells me she likes to practice target practice practice. with an assault weapon. And I have a neighbor down the street that goes to a gun practice. Yep. I have my optometrist. That was his thing. He's like, I got a whole cache of guns in the house. And I was like, you're kidding. He goes, what if kids get them? I got them locked up. Nobody's ever going to get them. Then I got a call one day, blew his head off. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> Just <laughs> How to cheer. get a new optometrist. Wow, okay. Anti-gun. That was Boom. pretty good. Jesus Christ. There you go. <laughs> I'm not going to, nothing's going to happen to me, Lenny. Um, let's do the last one. Our fourth corner today, I want to play a little this, that, and the other thing. You've heard us do this a bunch of times, but this is this, that, and the other thing, Potter edition. Okay. I'm going to make you choose one of two things, or you can go off the board and pick a third one, and you guys both can weigh in on this, please. Okay. Smartest of the three boys. Oh, Neil, Greg. Oh, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Or Mike. One. Who's the smartest of the three? <laughs> well, Michael's a doctor. Yeah. So I'll 
You're gonna go with Mike. I mean, Neil? I don't know if I what I would I would say that uh, probably the smartest. Could it be is, argued though that Neil's the only one that didn't officially get married, so he's the smartest one, Mr. Potter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about that was good. Could it that's be a argue? keeper? That's a that's a best I've ever heard. I, I think you have to look at it that way. You know, Mike is a, a doctor, so he's smart. Greg's a financial guy, so he's smart. Yeah. And Neil's a pretty practical guy. Yeah. So he's pretty worldly. He's, so he's pretty intelligent. So you're gonna Just go say, tie tie all the way through? I'll tell. I'll, I'll sum this up. Greg, I think would well. First of all, he my dad was <laughs> super smart. He got like scholarships yeah perfect scores and all that and yep. then but my mom's more you know super smart and then later in life she's coming to her own yeah right that but doesn't as, mean anything to this question the kid, yeah. as the kids greg's the smartest yep. naturally like smarter but uh -huh. can't no can't get it out right so it doesn't matter just stays inside yep so therefore mike is the most he's got that drive that my mom has so right. add some smarts plus the mike's drive sound like you're coming in third i give it to mike <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mike. i'm not i'm not oh, greg wow. naturally is the smartest and then and then even though he didn't really do good in school but, but mike Mike's is now the smartest okay and then i'm somewhere yep. i'm more of like a grifter <laughs> <laughs> he was a pre-med guy Dropped out yeah. in two months. I'm a grifter. Yeah. I grift off the everybody. Looking. All right, let's do this one. <laughs> Next one. Best athlete of the family. I Neil, mean, that Greg, was, Mike. I think that was clear. Or didn't you have a granddaughter who played soccer somewhere? You I could two, go off the board. Yeah. Right? Two, two. One's going to Wake Forest and one plate. They can, they're not going to call out Hannah or Brooke or any of those girls. Though. They can't As, separate them. They can clearly. I mean, all right, so I who's think the best, Greg's the best athlete. Is he? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I go. probably had the most potential, but Greg's the best. <laughs> I think he's he and he. Greg has that weird thing that he gets like Michael Jordan thing that gets really angry a lot. Like, oh, he can't. He's like, I we played ball with Greg once. He made it look so easy. It was weird. He made it look really easy, and I'm yeah. like, hey, come back again. He's like, nah. But <laughs> like nah. But you know, like, his, nah. whole, his whole life was playing basketball. Yeah, since he was a little kid, that's yeah. all he did. Neil has some little side issues oh i, I like girls yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when i mean liked i liked girls and this derailed your career a little bit oh, yeah, i mean yeah. no i still had to be really good at basketball to get the girls yeah but i did instead of greg was never good with girls so therefore that time that i had spent on the date after basketball greg mm -hmm. would just come home and shoot for i hours. see um, Neil, Neil was oh, distracted well what happened to mike he doesn't he didn't play ball he just looked at you guys like nope no, Mike. Usually was, the youngest picks no, it up Mike's, from the other two. Jesus, really good, strong, fast, probably the fastest, really good athlete. Just, just, uh, yeah, he's a good athlete. Just uh, Greg's just a little better than we, we had Greg, we had Nick, Michael in the wrong sport. He should have played soccer. He should have been football or soccer. Mm. No, he did he play. He was not football. a basketball yeah. player. But no, yeah, but he was, Mike's a very good athlete. Uh, Mike's very yeah. intense guy. He had in, yeah, in Little right. League football, he had the biggest crazy rivalry in in this like little league football with this guy named Dexter Lee and Mike Potter and the, the it, I, when I say there's a thousand people going to watch this football game wow. against Potter versus Dexter Lee. Yeah. Well, what did he play? They oh, both played running back. Running back. And it was like the most electric football game I've ever really? seen. Like a thousand. Everyone from all over was coming to watch this little league football game. Damn. He was a fast running back, Mike yep. and Dexter Lee, and they went after it. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, that's it was cool. it was really cool. It, right. They so he was he was a really good athlete too. Running back, that's yeah. no joke. But my dad was a really good athlete. I was not. He got a college scholarship to play football. Did you? Yeah. 
to no, it's UVA? Walk on, walk on. Did you play? Did you walk on at UVA? No, no I tore my knee up last year in high school. Yeah. What does that mean? What did you tear? The ACL? Uh, you should see it. It's fracture my kneecap, oh, okay. ACL. Oh, jeez. Anterior, everything. Was but they gone. couldn't fix them back then. No, they screwed me up. They put me in a cast for three yeah. months, and then after three months, I said, "Oh hell, it's your weird. Kneecap's fractured. Your yeah. knee was torn." Yeah. Well, now my knee is still atrophied from mm. 50 years ago. He was going to the Navy Academy. Yep. He had an appointment. Oh, okay. They couldn't pass the physical. I would have been in Vietnam dead. Yeah. <laughs> but you got a well, scholarship go. to Purdue, right? Indiana. No, Indiana. Kicking. Indiana Northwestern. Yeah, see. Indiana Northwestern. Kick As a kicker? Kicker. Oh, wow. Safety. <laughs> nice. All right. Let's go to the next one. Funniest of the family. <laughs> By far. It's got to be Neil. <laughs> Me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is honing Lenny. She is honing her comedy skills. Is In it. the last two years, it's unbelievable. <laughs> okay, good. I mean, I've never she's seen someone funny. hone. She said something the other, the other day. I was like, Oh my god, she's honed her comedy. <laughs> she came in tight on the word, and just, I mean, yeah, your Liz comedy Cheney is getting comment. really good. What the Liz Cheney comment? Yeah, I think that's a, yeah, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> that yeah, was yeah. Terrible. she she shocks the country, the club they join all the time with these comments. Oh wow, yeah, well yeah. that's what you want to do. Yeah. yeah. No filter when you get to your age, no, right? No, nothing. Just let it no out. No filter. Who cares? Say the F word, doesn't bother yeah. me at all. There you go. If she turned back the clock, she would run for political office. There you go. Yeah? Would. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd vote for you. <laughs> um, what about Neil? Is he coming second at least? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see Greg cracking me no, up no, anytime no, soon. No. Yeah. I don't understand he a word just he says. Laughs. Yeah. Mike is way too intense. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Okay. So I get it. They don't, Mike and Greg don't, they can't do the self deprecating humor. No. They don't like that. They don't like that at all. I love that. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Most likely to get a call oh, that. These are good questions. Most likely to get a call these that. These are good questions. He's in jail. If you get a call, ring, the phone rings like this, your son blank is in jail. Which one of the three? Oh, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, no doubt. Every time. Do you know, has his dad told you the tax story? Tell yeah. him the tax story. Tax is that you're going to go to jail on no, tax? No, I share, Baylor. we share, no, the William, no, the tax story that just oh. happened. We share the name William. Yep. And he's a William. Oh, no. And the old, you know that IRS scam? What IRS? You know where they always call it like, Mr. Yeah. Potter. Yeah. You, you know, the IRS is coming to your house. <laughs> <laughs> that just happened to him like a couple of years ago. It happened to you a couple of years ago? And they, of course, I thought it was him. They thought uh, it was me, so they really so called it. <laughs> <laughs> he thought uh, it was, he didn't think they were coming for him. They thought they were coming for me, which meant he would panic. They had the wrong Potter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So my follow-up question, who do you worry about the most of the three? It's this guy? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> what about lately? Now he's a big I success. Worry about him now. I, I'm not sure I worry about Neil the most. Uh, no, no, not now, but no. Then. Lenny's changed that by Lenny helping me the last year. You've you've I've you've, changed that. Yeah, you've, oh, you've my had game Bethel like a lot. Bethel's the smart one, so Bethel will take care of him. Oh, no? yeah. No, but, but you'll take care of them. You're nice. But they, when they, when in their mind, they're, yeah. all they care about is money. So they're just driven by, they're just, oh, when money. you say take care, that's <laughs> what they, that? that's all they hear is that. Oh, money. Well, they hear, oh, Greg's got Wall Street, a lot of money. Right. Mike, doctor, a lot of money, family, a lot. Oh, so they're fine. I was like, always mad at that Zach guy. Galifianakis. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he made it so big and didn't take him with him. He never took care yeah, of him. Because they used to hang out and see Zach shows all the time. 
Well, you know, Neil's, Neil's uh, he's now a security guard on television. You see him every week. We're so proud. It's pretty funny, they right? They love that so much. Oh, my God. They watch every episode. I'm proud of him. He gets yeah, to yeah. do that every week. Hopefully, he'll fun. get to do it in season two coming up. So you don't see the you don't see the behind the scenes of Lenny battling. Battling, battling to save him. Oh, as I know, trying to save him. What do you yeah, think yeah. of him as the nun? I um, loved it. We fought him. Everything was funny. <laughs> it is funny, right? I thought the whole Did show you? was funny. <laughs> Did you? What can I say? We saw you first. <laughs> Oh, Neil, al- Neil, Neil always shocks us. <laughs> <laughs> he is. You never know with him what's going to happen. Um, Ever since I didn't come home in high school that one night. My wife's question is for is like, why is Neil such a compulsive liar? That's why. He, <laughs> that's the only question. She he, she lie. He can lie better than anybody we've ever. Yeah, met. he did that through whole school. Yeah, high school, everywhere. I believed everything he said. Yeah, a lot I, of people I didn't believe know that it. He was crawling out the window. I I've had, had no idea. I had to tell. You know how many people I've had to tell he's just kidding he's lying to you (laughs) don't believe everything he says everything nothing nothing all right who calls the most just to say hi neil neil calls no i michael i talk to michael every day well mike's got three amazing beautiful girls and so they're very attached to that world and they're close by they're close by Yeah. yeah but during the pandemic we've talked every day but there you go. I think we've talked. But every, Neil every calls single, me twice a day. We've talked in the pandemic. You know, yeah. Because some families used to have that Sunday. I think you grew up with the Sunday. Did you grow up with the Sunday family call for some reason? The Sunday became, family call. Like yeah. that would be the day you call your. I talked to my parents like all every the time. Day yeah, every time. day. Yeah. yeah. My dad called every day. But it wasn't long distance. No, I mean See, whatever it, distance it is now. So during the oh, back then, back then the yeah. telephone call. Would oh, be, he didn't care. My father called me everywhere. Did he really? Oh, didn't matter where it was. Yeah, I was from there. Okinawa. You called grandma. You called not them very often. Once a week. No, because no. that would be an expensive yeah. phone call. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you talk to your parents like what once every couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with you? The liar is back. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> I don't want to think. During the pandemic, it was hilarious. Yeah. Occasionally, Pat and I would sneak out and go to, to our club for dinner, <laughs> wear our mask, everything, and we'd make the mistake of telling Neil. <laughs> oh, right. You think all hell broke loose? He'd yeah. call Mike. Michael calls, give us hell. Neil would give us hell. Well, he's Greg never called and gave us hell. No, Greg, Greg could care less. He said, I'm not going to yell at you, but you know you shouldn't have gone out. They, in the middle of pandemic, they go out to eat at a restaurant. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> like nothing's out there. And we laid into them, and then I made them cry. <laughs> made me cry. Well, I mean, they do have a doctor in the family. Mike laid into them even oh, yeah. worse than me. Well, it is. Da- it was dangerous out there. He's super intense, the doctor. Dr. Potter, like, he's super intense on COVID. I believe it. Yeah. Well, at least we're back. Hopefully we're, we're getting out of this yeah. now. All right. The way we end the show every week is one good thing or one bad thing of the week. You can pick one or the other or both. Neil, why don't you start this week? Well, I'll start. Well, one, obviously you guys are here. That's, That's a good thing. Super fun. And I'm still reeling from the whole uh, <laughs> experience in the LA. MTV. Yeah, I can't get rid of that. So that's, Did you, Are you jet lagged still? Yeah, I'm just tired, but also yeah. I I think it's like a weird thing. It's like I'm I'm looking for I want the next thing to do. Like I'm looking for like I feel like you're gonna you call gotta, and go, hey, we need writing. Like write this. It's like so I miss that. It sounds weird, but I like writing you like the comedy game. bits. Yeah, I like the game of the comedy. So I miss that. And that, then uh, that's what I tell uh, Leslie's agents that Neil loves show business. He loves it more than anybody. Like I'm like, can you just dial it down? Like I gotta calm him down. Like just yeah. dial it down a little bit, Neil. It's driving me. You but know, the he calls asks more fu- questions. Oh my. Oh Lord. really? But oh, Lenny would God. go. Lenny would give me some once in a lifetime calls here. He'd be like. 
okay, the White House called. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. pretty cool. I'd be like, what? I was like, the White House. Yeah, the White House called, and they're going to read this. We need three ideas. You know, he'd, call, he'd call all the writers, and everybody would be like, the fucking White, White House, House called. I, I mean, that's as close as I, that's as good as it gets, that call. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mr. Potter, one good thing or one bad thing of the week? Do you have one? Oh, we travel safely to New York, our first trip. We're anxious to travel again. There you go. That's good. You want, um, to, you want to talk about how, having a hard time getting in and out of a cab? No. <laughs> yeah, what, what's with the knees? You got to get your leg fixed. What is well, the deal? Mike says I can't get my right leg fixed because I'm getting too old. So I just got to lose about 15 more pounds okay. and uh, hopefully it'll get a little bit better. I don't know, man. You Wait, get, if, you I, get, if crazy. I can figure out how to get in a cab, then I can figure out how to get Neil's shower. <laughs> oh, that's right. I was gonna have him shower over here, but you can't. We're gonna get have to get you shower. one of those lifts, like yeah. and get Neil, you. In. Neil, Neil says I'll bring you a stool, and then you swing your feet over. That's the problem, Neil. My my legs don't swing over. <laughs> no, no, we got the old people shit ready to go in our apartment. You got it. Oh my god, the stair lift, everything. No, you. There's a thing I didn't even know it. They have a long bench, right? Yeah. That goes. So you literally are sitting in the middle of your bathroom. Yeah. And the other side of the bench is in the shower. Okay. And so you just, I get it. You just hobble like, along. Like I get this, it. and you just hobble in. Yeah. Over the over the like a teeter totter. Yeah, I still. Yeah. But then you still have to reach, and it still doesn't work. <laughs> so then we got the hose. I got the hose too. You I got hold, every foot. You hose them down. I want to take them outside on the street and just hose them down. <laughs> oh, like that's yeah, in the shower chair, country style shower. That's a country shower. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Um, go ahead, Miss Potter. One good thing or one I bad thing. I got the best out of all everybody. Yep. Seeing Lenny again. Oh, oh, just man. tell the truth. What really was <clears throat> her? She went to Nordstrom's. And I <laughs> That's never, a good thing. It was like unleashing a, a hungry tiger in I that store. I hear it is a nice store. <laughs> she went ape shit and bought like eight pairs of shoes. Yep. If you were there yesterday, you would have had a pair of shoes. How are you going to get them all so home? Eight. <laughs> she bought four He's pairs of shoes. exaggerating again. Yeah. yeah. And Nordstrom has a bar, a shoe bar. They have a full service yep. bar. bar. So everyone's drinking. I mean, she. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. It is uh, if you drink. My one thing of the week is uh, allergies. They're still killing me. Yeah. I am highly medicated right now. I don't know. This won't go away this year. The, like It was bad before I left. I get to L.A. Desert killed them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, After two days, killed all of them. I was great. Yeah. The whole the time sign, I was out there. All the signs lead to L.A. No. It's and coming. I it's come coming. Come back here 24 hours later. I'm sneezing. Yeah. My eyes are running. It's just brutal. Just make it stop. With that on top of the jet lag that. So I'm exhausted. But we got it done. Right, Neil? We did get it done. We got it done. Next project, hopefully, Supermarket Sweep will come up. Are you thinking about Bicoastal? I mean, is that? No. No. Okay. I mean, the you know, kicking and screaming if I have to. But yeah. Let's try not to have that happen. Um, Pat Potter Instagram is at Bocce Fort. Do you play Bocce or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Oh, down I'm in the club? League. In yeah. the Bocce League. Yeah, it's at League. Wow. The, the Buffalo Bills of the Bocce <laughs> Club. They've been to the finals like five years in a row and lost. <laughs> You too? Yeah, You're yeah. playing bocce? Uh, we made the yeah. finals last year. It we lost. Finished, we finished fifth and then lost the first round. Wow. These old people go after in bocce. bocce. Not, not friendly, not nice to each other. I would believe super it. Super competitive. It's a very good bocce league. But the big new sport in Williamsburg is... Pickleball. Yeah. Pickleball. Pickleball. What's that? It's like tennis, except you that's like short in the court and a big racket. Really? Everybody's like playing pickleball. Pickleball. Yeah. pickleball. 
Pickleball. All right. I got to see this. All right. Pickleball. Thank you guys for doing this. This has been unbelievable, right? Mom, you, are you okay, this is, Neil? This is our biggest fan. I was, I mean, I, yeah, I was, it was a bit of a thrill to have him on here. We this could do another couple hours. I still have so much to talk about. Do you? Yeah. And we'll have him back. Next time her, come to we town. didn't talk about her relationship she had in high school with other guys. We didn't talk about, <laughs> we didn't talk about my dad's we relationships he did not have in high school with other girls. We didn't talk about like your love of donuts, like a mental patient. That's her like, fault. Yeah, okay. Ask her. She is the one who set me up with Krispy Kreme. Yeah, Krispy Kreme is like. Why did you have so much fun? grew up with Krispy Kreme. Yeah, I believe it. But now <laughs> he can't stop. Why did you grow up with. Why did we have so much junk food growing up? I, I don't know. Because you're boys and you probably yeah. badger the yeah. crap out of her. Yeah, maybe. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's taking full credit for that. Those people don't see the. the do you have that when you go to the store? You just buy ding dongs and shitty food. Like growing up, did you have no. bad food in your house? We had bad food, but not like Twinkies. Not, no, we had a bunch of that oh, stuff, but shit, it wasn't yeah. like it, it was wasn't a, overwhelming. Yeah, it wasn't over, like we ran out. Like okay, next week there'll be more. You know. Oh. Yeah, but in my house it was a little different. And we'll just wrap Talk up here. Bit. No, I was so skinny and small that they were convinced like I was going to get beaten up or I couldn't play sports. So they try to fatten me up. So they didn't care about how much junk food. Just keep eating it, Lenny, to get fatter. Yeah. But the problem was I, I had a limit on it. I'd run around and have the high metabolism playing yeah. sports all the time. And they all got fat. <laughs> so that <laughs> they all got fat. So that was like, that's it. Fat. They couldn't win. Yeah. All right. We'll see everybody next week. Thank you guys again for doing this. This has been a blast. So, all right. Bye. Four Corners Podcast was created, hosted, produced, and engineered by me, Lenny Marcus. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast.